podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello Spurs Show fans, welcome back to the second Spurs Show of this week. Once again you have the uh, stand-in for the stand-in, it's me, Kieran <laughs> Brennan from Football Manager. I'm joined once again by Simon Cantor, Editorial Director of Haymarket Publishing. The cheap guest, so yeah, it's Christmas time, hello everyone. He's coming twice this week to record two I, I, shows, what I, a great I, guy. And we through the snow. <laughs> Sorry, battling through the snow, it's lovely out there, it's tropical. <laughs> We also have, making her Spurs show debut, Nicole Allison, who's Partnerships Manager for Spurs Ladies. I'm indeed, hello. Welcome aboard, Nicole. Thank you very much. You're not just Partnerships Manager for Spurs Ladies, you are also a genuine dyed-in-the-wool Spurs fan. You've been a season ticket holder for 18 years. Yep, absolutely. It's a sort of Spurs show tradition that you have to tell us about the first game you ever went to, so over to you. Okay, well, the first time I actually ever went to White Hart Lane, I don't remember, because I was only three months old. (laughs) Uh, My brother was mascot, it was against Southampton. Uh, I think we won 5-3. Um, but I was three months. I obviously don't remember anything. But the stories that I've been told were that I looked very similar to Glenn Hoddle's daughter, who was very similar age to me at the time. Um, and apparently quite a few people kept getting mistaken as to whose was Glenn Hoddle's daughter and, and who was me. And Are having, you trying to pretend that Glenn Hoddle's your dad? Well, is I'm, that what you're I'm telling you, when I played football, I was a bit Glenn Hoddle-esque. So, <laughs> yeah. no, but, um, so that, that was my first ever time at White Hart Lane. My first game that I remember um, was a cup game against Notts County, 1991 it would have been. So it was when we actually won the FA Cup yes. in the end. Um, and all I remember was just being amazed by Paul Gascoigne. I was going to say, he yeah. scored it. He Brilliant. did. Scored goal, two he, goals. Yeah, game. yeah, two goals. He got two the two, goals, yeah. two one. I think we won, and it was. And yeah. in the first season, you were going to Spurs. We win the FA Cup, and you think, oh, it's going to be brilliant supporting this lot, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. And then easy. what happens? We haven't won it since. <sighs> you were supposed to be the optimistic one. Yeah, I thought you were positive. Relentlessly, yeah. <laughs> relentlessly positive. Right, this season we've teamed up with Ladbrooks and we'll be bringing you plenty of specials. New subscribers can have up to £50 of free bets matched at bet.spurshow.net. Once again, easy to work out. Anything you deposit up to £50 will be matched. Uh, We'll be tweeting this all out and we'll also put it on Facebook and it'll be in the description of this podcast too, so there's no excuse. You know where to find this information. Um, Spur Show live events, very popular. The next one is at the Albany on January 23rd, where we have uh, Spurs legend Graham Roberts is going to be the guest for the night. Um, as always, season ticket holders can bring a guest for free. And if you don't have a season ticket, a special price for the rest of the season is £10 a month or 75 quid for the rest of the year. Uh, go to season.spurshow.net and you'll get all of that in coherent form rather than me reading it out badly. Uh, we also have a competition that we're going to do in this show, but I'll do that later. Let's get on. Let's get cracking. Let's start talking Burnley. Simon, you've got a bit of a thing with Burnley, don't you? Oh, I love Burnley. No, I, 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 I attended my first ever game at White Hart Lane against Burnley. Right. Way back in 1966-ish. Jimmy Greaves scored. I remember that. It was 2-0 to Spurs. I was up in the East End. Right at the top. And of course, Burnley have hardly been in the top flight since, but now they're back, and they're back with a vengeance. As things stand, I believe they're even sat ahead of us in the league table. One one point. One point ahead of us in the league table. They're sitting there in sixth, and we're in seventh. So 
Who'd have thought that when we saw the uh, fixtures at the beginning of the season? Absolutely. Uh, Nicole, what do you reckon? Do you reckon it's going to be a tough test for us up there at Turf Moor? I certainly do. Um, it's always a tough test up there, isn't it? You know, they're always very well organised, well drilled. You kind of know what you're going to get. But I think, I think this season they're a little bit different. They've obviously bought very well in the summer. Um, they're now scoring goals and their away form is what's really been the improvement, I think, this season. Um, I think we're going to go there, you know... We've got to be up for it to actually be able to put in a, a better performance, given what happened at the weekend. Um, I'm I'm not as positive as you, Simon, so I, I'm kind of predicting a, a one-all. But I hope that if if we can kind of nick something, it's, it's going to be a tough one. But we have to we have to be organised because they certainly will be. Well, if my sons heard you calling me positive, relentlessly positive, they would. They will. Well, when they hear it, in fact, they 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 will they will send me something on WhatsApp and say, "Yeah, relentlessly positive." Yeah, right. And the rest of it. Sadly, I, I'm I'm dyed in the wool, rather like you. And as soon as we go on a kind of slightly indifferent run, and you know, we've had. You know, let's try and be relentlessly positive and remember that we had three wins in a row before we played Man City and we did manage when we were talking about Man City in the previous show uh, to segue away from that quite quickly yes. to Wembley I was going you know, to talk about that but Burnley I think yeah, I, I, I agree Dyche is doing a fantastic job there yeah. I think Woods has, has done a good job up front he obviously scored against us yes he did that last minute right at the end yeah, yeah this is the first um, reverse fixture of the season isn't it it is the first reverse course, fixture yeah. of the season but I we need a performance away from home. We've, we've after that, a really good start to the season when we were winning for fun away from yeah. home, but at Huddersfield mm. and Everton, yeah. all the huge numbers of goals we were scoring, even at West Ham, where we struggled a bit at the end, we still got three goals. We're due a, a performance away from home, I think. And I've, I've, I've got an optimistic feeling that after the reverse last week, the guys are going to turn up on, on Saturday evening and, and they're going to put it right and they're going to win. Well, fingers crossed. I mean, I, I had a look back at Burnley's last uh, few fixtures and they've done pretty well. But, you know, apart from beating Swansea 2-0, it's all been the odd goal here and there. So we're well capable of going up there and winning by the odd goal. I yeah, think. They don't concede many goals, do they? I they think, don't. I think they really don't. It's a, it's a mean defence. And have they got, is it the, the, the fewest goal ratio? I think something like that of any team in the Premier League. Fewest goals both ways. Both Fewest ways, goals yeah. yeah. So in, in, in any particular right. game, yes. I think I think there's less goals scored than, than anywhere. Sounds tailor made for Harry Kane to put an end to that nonsense. I but, think if we can cut out any silly mistakes and maintain possession yeah. better, then you know yeah. you've, you've got to be confident because we've got those players that can get those goals. And you know Ali, if he can get a bit of form back, he has that sort of knack of being in the right place at the right time to nick those goals. Let's talk Delhi Ali because um, we have been talking for some time about him being in a slump. I would say it is very much a slump now it has i mean it's very difficult to look back and see the last decent game he played madrid i think yeah and even then the first 15 20 minutes it it, it wasn't great and if i remember correctly that one stood out as a bit of a beacon and what it was already starting to be a slump at that point god knows what the problem is but my feeling would be at this point that pochettino should probably drop him especially because we have eric lamella back and lamella looks up for it I would agree, yeah. I think, you know, when Lamella has come on, he's looked sharp, he's looked quick, and he, you know, he, he sort of drives into the penalty area a little bit more. Whereas, whether it's the, the confidence issue with Ali, he seems to be dropping a lot more. He's not as close to Kane as he was last season. I think that relationship with Ali and Kane last season was where we got those goals. But 
for whatever reason, Ali's dropping a little bit deeper. His first touch has been really poor so far this season. We just, you know, whether or not he needs a bit of a break, but at the same time, he, he needs confidence, uh, yeah, so he, he needs to yeah, be playing. Play his way out of it. Yeah. I mean, he is a good player. I mean, he doesn't become a bad player because he's had uh, a no, run he bad doesn't. Of course, he's he a, doesn't. But he's, 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 a, he's in a, a bad run. He's a, he's a top player. I, you know, I, I still. Yeah. The first time I ever did the Spurs show, we were we were talking about Lamella, and I, I think we coined him Lamellephant. Um, <laughs> uh, and you'll recall at the time he 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 did plod around a bit and and, and wasn't the the, the 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 brightest jewel on the pitch. He has improved. There was no question before his injury, he was playing an awful lot better than he was when he when he first joined us. And he does look up for it. I thought um, even you know even briefly against City, he kind of you know at least at least he he attacked the. the the city defence and went past a couple of people and caused them. I'm going to say panic in the penalty yeah, area. No, they never, yeah. they never at any stage look panic. As opposed to Deli Ali, who simply attacked Kevin De Bruyne. Which, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. if he's going to do that, he should do it. Pro- no, I shouldn't do it really. He no, a terrible really tackle. shouldn't. I can't, I can't condone that. N- Nicole, you said that you thought and it he might just be made a con- De Bruyne angry. That was yeah, all he exactly. Did. And he scored minutes later. Yeah. You, um, you suggested it might be a confidence issue. I honestly can't see that. I don't, I don't know Deli Ali from Adam, obviously, but doesn't look like a well, lack of confidence to me yeah he's he's got that interesting character hasn't he i think like unlike any footballer i've seen for a long time actually where he he looks very confident sort of from the outside but he's it's that first touch that makes me think maybe he's lacking a bit of confidence he seems a little bit jittery and unsure as to what his next move's going to be so last season he knew he was going to receive the ball and he immediately knew where he was going to play it and that's where i just think he maybe is lacking a little bit of, of confidence and you know like you said simon he he maybe needs to actually sort of play through that but we've got to work out why that link and connection isn't working so well with him and Kane at the moment the great thing with Pochettino is I, I, is I, I, I don't think he'll 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 panic about it. I think you know, yeah. he'll persevere with Dele Alli. He knows what a what a what a jewel Dele Alli is. Absolutely. And uh, it seems that the way Pochettino manages his players, he just somehow yeah. I, I trust reass- Pochettino. Yeah. Unlike any other so kind of coach yeah. that we've had before, I trust that he knows what's best for them. I, I, In Poch, I, I we trust absolutely. Let's yeah. let's contemplate that for a moment while well, somebody the- tries to sell us something. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. And we're back. Another fantastic advert there. That was amazing, wasn't it? Um, let's start looking at some positives here. We've got, I think we've got a pretty good run of fixtures coming up. After Burnley, we've got... Southampton. Southampton, absolutely. And then into... This month started, we had eight games in this month. And then somewhere along the line, it changed. And suddenly we only had seven. And that seems to have made a difference. Um... Uh, West Ham was moved, wasn't it, into January? Yeah. That's right. So coming up in January, if, there's a crazy... Uh, the beginning of January is mental. Well, Swansea and West Ham in Swansea, a few days. Swansea, West yeah. Ham and the Wimbledon Cup game all oh, within a week. Days, so three yeah. games in a week, which is, is unprecedented, really. But get through that, and then we've got Everton at home, Southampton away, and right up to the end of January before we've got Manchester United at home. So... Saturday obviously will be tricky. I think we're all aware of that. But then after that, we've got what should be a good run to get this team. We know this is a good team. We've seen this very team play well. We know we're missing a couple of key links at the moment in uh, Wanyama and Alderweireld. Hopefully they'll both be back. Don't, I, I don't know about Wanyama, but 
Toby should be back middle of January as far as I'm aware. Yeah, Wanyama started actually training or warming up um, is what what they the kind of to, what the the club have said is in terms of warming up with the team. I think he was part of the snow fight last week. Um, is this inside knowledge, Nicole? Have you seen him running around? This is the training literally bitch? just from following Spurs Twitter. And, okay, and tell Instagram. us you've seen him running around. <laughs> I wish I had. I've been looking well, out for months. <laughs> at least he is still alive, isn't he? At least he is that, still yeah, alive. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Yeah, no, I've definitely seen pictures of him, and um, I think yeah, like you say, Toby maybe mid to end of Jan. I think I think Toby's a huge miss. He's a Absolutely. huge miss because it's it, it's not just the fact that he's such a great defender, which he is, but it's his leadership on the pitch as well. Yeah. I think he reads the game better than any of our other defenders. He he brings a presence to the side. Uh, if I remember rightly, last season when we had that bad trot, just I mean we didn't lose many games, but we drew quite a few. Wasn't that the time when he was injured? He got injured at West Brom, didn't he? And then yes, he went no, out. Was, he was right. out for about four or five matches. Yeah, and it coincided. And it coincided with, with our worst run then as exactly. well. And I, I just think that with, with a fit Alderweireld, yeah. we'll see a different Spurs. And one Yama sitting in front of that back four. I think, well, and that's the, that's the key point for me certainly. And and I think even with with Toby being injured, it's meant Dyer's had to pull back into that centre. Yeah. defence position and without Wanyama we need Dyer into, into mm. that yeah. defensive midfielder mm. position to protect mm. the, the back three or four yeah it's very like I like Sanchez it is. I like Sanchez this I is going to be my final uh, oh, negative point no it's just you brought that up there we are now playing with a midfield two of Harry Winks and Moussa Dembele mm. Harry Winks I think we're all hoping and believe is going to be a great player in the future if, if he's not already getting there Moussa is he finished oh finished that's a, that's a biggie. Oh. It is a biggie, but like I said, it's the last negative thing. Okay, so let's, he, he, let's just he, he, had a good game, he had a good game against Stoke, but then that was Stoke. Yeah, yeah, I think and, I had a good game against Stoke. Let's not talk about that. Uh, and um, oh no, I, 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 I'm not going to believe that. I, I, I love Moussa Dembele, and uh, and I right, he, he had a poor game at, at Man City, but then an awful lot didn't of them had a poor yet. game. And you know what, City were brilliant. I mean, I, I didn't yeah. say it in the last program, but they were brilliant. Um, I don't believe Mr. Nevelle is finished now. I think uh, he's, he's had fitness issues on and off. Uh, he's still a great player. He still holds the ball better than any of our other players. I wish we had more players who could, you know, attack people with the yeah. ball. Uh, he has that incredible strength. Maybe his confidence is a bit is a bit is a bit low as well at the moment because he hasn't been playing as much football as he as he was perhaps you know last season or certainly the season before. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to believe it. Good, Nicole? It's the same. I refuse to believe that, that Moose is, is over. Um, I think, as Simon said, he's, he's obviously struggled to get that sort of momentum and flow since his injuries and sort of getting back into it. Um, he looks, he just looks a little bit like the Wembley pitch is, is maybe a bit too kind of big for him. That usual where he keeps the ball and lays it off. He, he's just... And even tackling, he's just not quite getting there. He's a, he's a half a yard off. But that is, you know, down to probably fitness and a bit of confidence. I think we can get him back. Well, fingers crossed. I think we need him. Right, like I said, that's enough of the negativity. We're now going to look at positive stuff. Uh, one positive thing is our Sonny has been named the Korean Footballer of the Year. Fantastic. Which is fantastic. Brilliant. It's the third time this has happened, mm. apparently. Um, he's now equal uh, with three wins. Um, with that other Korean bloke who plays in midfield for Swansea, who, whose name I don't even know, so that's pretty bad, isn't it? But the reason I think, well, as I mentioned earlier, I thought it might be time to uh, give, drop Delhi, give him a bit of a rest, is because we now have Sonny definitely firing on all cylinders. Yep. Ericsson still in the middle, still pulling strings every now and then, although I would suggest he hasn't been the same since he no. pulverised Ireland for Denmark. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eric Lamella on the other side. So we've got the three behind Harry, so we can do that. 
speaking of Christian Eriksen, he's just announced that his girlfriend is pregnant. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. It seemed to work wonders for Harry. It seemed to make Harry's game even better. So, um, uh, you, you want me to speculate? <laughs> yeah, why not? That's what we're here for, isn't it's, it? It's, uh, well, I'm relentlessly positive. It's a good, good. thing. And not and yet only another good thing. thing. This child is going to be born and play for Spurs in 16 years as well. That's the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Get him in the academy straight away. Yeah. Some, you've got to love social media. He announced this on Instagram and the comments underneath were priceless. Somebody said something along the lines of, well, hopefully this child will mean you start passing forward again. <laughs> I mean, really, people. And if it's a girl in the Spurs Ladies Academy, there you go. She never stops working, always working. (laughs) Well, you mean the the child is going to be called sideways, sideways, backwards? That's, we're supposed to be positive here now. Come on, people. No, 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 no. It's the child we're talking about. Okay, that's well, fair enough. nothing to do with Not Christian, the great no. Christian Eriksen. Uh, we mentioned White Hart Lane in the previous show when we were talking to the ladies' team. Uh, the documentary The Lane was shown at the weekend on BT Sport, and I saw it out of the corner of my eye on the television in the pub, which wasn't much help. But I am looking forward to seeing it now because I've just seen it is available on iTunes and Amazon. So if anyone hasn't seen it yet, it looks like a cracker. There it is. Yeah, it's one of my. I, I was out on Saturday evening drowning sorrows after the game, so it's on record. But it's I think it's that program. I need to watch it on my own in a in a dark room because I did shed a few tears watching our, the final game at the lane. So I'm looking forward to watching it. I I, I I hear it was wonderful, and I can't wait to see it. And obviously, with you know whatever it is, sixty sort of forty forty fifty years of going to White Hart Lane, I. Sure, there's going to be an awful lot of memories stirred. You're probably in it. You'll probably be shown a few times. <laughs> and speaking of the lane, uh, the club have put something called the Lane 360 up on the website. And if uh, you haven't seen it already, it's definitely worth a look. It's a little 360-degree uh, virtual tour of the ground. And even better, it's the voiceover is done by our very own Gary Mabbott as well. So it's just lovely. So uh, if you haven't seen that already, take so the, 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 the the original White Hart Lane. Not, the actual White Hart Lane. Not the brand the, new one, which no, most, of us, most of us are watching those live cams and saying, <laughs> come on come on finish this thing so right i would like to finish now with a little bit of relentless positivity from both of you please so start with you simon what have we got to look forward to in 2018 the new stadium that's what we have to look forward to in 2018 um i am one of those people who rather sadly checks out the live cams rather too often in the in the hope and expectation that i'm going to see something that is near completion it will be wonderful it will be wonderful and um i'm going to believe that that even even though there are some people chipping away and saying well maybe another year at wembley it might need to be another year at wembley and it won't happen we're going to be back down the, can we call it White Hart Lane? I don't know oh, what it's going to be called. Call Whatever it. it's called, yeah. down down the Tottenham High Road in the, the right lane. place, kind of adjacent to where White Hart Lane was. That is going to be a massive positive. I've no doubt we're going to have seventeen thousand people uh, in the in the in the stand behind the south behind the goal. I thought you were going to say in the cheese corridor. In the cheese corridor, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, there'll be some rather lovely uh, Wednesdaydale for for those who yeah. wish it. There'll be the glass tunnel, but. We're going to have a better season next season than we're having this season because wow. we'll be back at home again. Well, that's extraordinary because we're going to win the Champions League this season. But Nicole, <laughs> over to you. A bit of positivity yeah, for 2018. I think short-term positivity. Toby and Wanyama returning the Champions League. We've, you know, we haven't mentioned how well we've we've done in the Champions League so far this season. So really looking forward to that. Um, and I think you know with those key players back, we'll have a real positive end. Um, and then, of course, knowing that you're going back home is is such a huge thing. 
That, do you know what? You've really both cheered me up. Thank you very much. That's fantastic. I have literally forgotten all about Saturday now. Well done to both of you. That's about it for this show and for this year. Thank you, Simon. Uh, thank you. See you in Kiev. Uh, you certainly will not. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you very much. I've got one last thing to do before we uh, finish. Uh, we've got a competition. We have a copy of the very first Women's Football year- Yearbook to give away. It covers in-depth sections of the top 90 clubs, including Spurs. It's a fantastic read. To win it, all you have to do is tweet. Now, listen to this. You have to tweet at first ever WFY. That's Women's Football Yearbook. At first ever WFY. Mentioning at Spurs Show, and someone will be picked to win that book. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for you all for listening throughout the year look forward to having you all on board again in 2018 come on you spurs This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.